On the half shell, they're the heroes for. In this day and age, who could ask for more? The crime wave is high with muggings mysterious. All police and detectives are furious. Hey everyone, this is Chris and you're listening to One Cross Radio. And today we are joined by the always awesome uh, friends, cohorts, and gentlemen, Mike, Christian, and Tom. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? I'm good. I am well. I am also Thank well. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know who should go first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, either. I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it immediately afterwards. Uh, most of the time when I've done this, I'll, I'll point to you one at a time. But it's been a while since we've done a group one yeah. uh, structured. <laughs> yeah, I just thought we'd go by the order in which you named us. But yes. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that would have, uh, huh. That well, sense, what are you going to do? Yeah, it's okay, Mike. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? <laughs> I didn't want to, I didn't, I just, I had the feeling that we're all going to mash together. So yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, before we start, I just want to say a special thank you to uh, to Rap Duo's partners in crime yes. for, uh, for giving us permission to use... Uh, clips from their fantastic song turtle power from the end of the first movie um i love that we could do it because it's i i genuinely love that song uh it's from a movie that i've loved since i was a kid and my appreciation of it has only grown uh and it's it's also a bit of a product of a of a bygone age where most of the time when you have songs on a soundtrack now they got nothing to do with the movie it might be used in the movie but no, this was a rap tune about the Ninja Turtles, about the movie, and it was awesome. <laughs> so big time thank you to them for letting us use it. Uh, you can check them out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. They have other tunes, but they're also very involved in the Ninja Turtles fan community. So a big time thank you. Uh, so gentlemen, today uh, we are talking about the first two Ninja Turtles movies. And this kind of came about organically. Um, a while ago, uh, Tom started reading the uh, the Ninja Turtles comics, and I know Christian had as well. Um, and then, Tom, you started messaging us in our chat, just like, hey, the movies are going to drop. Um, and then I think it, a week or so ago, Mike was like, hey, I'm going to watch the second one. Um, and originally, you, I, and Christian were going to record a different episode today. But we decided to put that on the back burner for a bit. And um, Christian was like starting to vibe to Ninja Turtles and want to watch it more. He and I have been talking about that. And I'm like, hey, do you want to do an episode about the the second Ninja Turtles movie? When I messaged you guys in the chat, Mike was all in. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm prompted. Uh, you all watched the first movie. And you were like, I got notes. This is so good. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, can we include the first movie? Because give me an excuse to watch that movie and I will jump at it because <laughs> I love that movie so much <laughs> to the point that uh, with somebody I was kidding around, they're like, hey, do you want a job? I was like, not now working. <laughs> I'm like, not now what? working. <laughs> they're like, what? You don't have a job right now. And I'm like, I'm getting ready for my podcast tomorrow. <laughs> Imagine you with a mouthful of snacks. <laughs> 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 like Mike, he's like, not an animal. <laughs> I still have that. Good. Well, that's amazing. If we're on point. <laughs> <laughs> I like well, like there was there was a contention in the chat originally because I remember 
like you know we all have the memories of like the last time i watched these movies i was a kid basically right those are all the memories i have and my memory was that the second one was like was really cool it was really fun and the first one was kind of boring and weird and then i'm watching them as an adult and realized it's like oh because the first one was basically made for for i guess like young adults right like maybe like uh, just pubescent uh but not like little kids uh but the second one was definitely you could be five six you can watch it <laughs> fine yeah so it was interesting to have that happen and then come back as an adult and, and be like whoa <laughs> this movie is, is not only is a lot better than i thought it was but it's actually kind of just like a legit good movie yeah yeah mike uh yeah. you're you were firmly in the yes. camp uh, <laughs> yeah. leading up to this uh that the second I, that the second one was the better one or the one you yes enjoyed. i watched it last night and within minutes i had confirmed my belief <laughs> <laughs> i just like i got up from the couch at one point and i like did the rapper like flip my arm i was like yeah totally better totally better yeah so get ready for like an hour or so of us just telling you how wrong you are but <laughs> I, I know i'm I made notes. <laughs> oh no, no, that's not fair. I, notes. I would have awesome parts of the movie. If I known we were going to come into this debate style, I would have. I would have prepared like a Facebook argument with a stranger. Okay. <laughs> I'm just picturing you guys. You guys don't know because the only the first episode of the series is dropped, but Christian is wonderfully meticulous with his notes and with his points. I learned over the recording of our Superman Red Sun episodes just how prep this man comes with notes. Oh, man. I'm realized the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I, I could do so much better with the notes. Like, <laughs> way better notes. <laughs> the next time we do a, the next time we do a comic book podcast, I'm just going to be like, I'm at the, the feet of the master here. Well, <laughs> just I, I do short form notes if I do notes at all. Yeah, um, I, we gotta. I, I would be really like, like for instance, like if we were gonna do the frighteners. I'd want to actually research, like right. really get into it, like stories from the set and stuff like that, and like how they made their decisions and like how the movie came about being made and stuff. Anyway, we're not talking about the frighteners. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll uh, we'll dive into the first movie. Um, I I'll say up front, and I've made no secret about this. Like to me, this is the best of any Ninja Turtles film. Uh, <laughs> Like bar none. Um, there's there's a couple ones that I put near it. Um, the the T, the CG TMNT, despite its flaws, mm. it's the one flaws? that's close. Flaws, yeah. Oh yeah. Flaws. No, I still dig it. But... No, no flaws. What are you talking about? That was a perfect movie. That was. I I watched it last night. Like there's no there's no there's nothing wrong with this movie. Man. Wait, this what, what did you? Okay, wait. It's amazing. This documentary is amazing. <laughs> 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 this that's that's what I say when I watch Space Jam. Um, <laughs> it's so well researched. <laughs> <laughs> no, like okay, I I really really dig the the CG one. I think part of it is it's an issue that Ninja Turtles movies can run into in general, where so, some of the turtles always get underdeveloped, and ninety percent of the time. That's Donatello and Michelangelo, mm. just because you can uh, story facilitates us being able to get there, mostly through Raph, but also through Leo and some of the side characters like April, Casey and Splinter. whatever yeah. and Splinter um, with the 2007 movie, as much as I dig it. Also, it was the villains were 
very undercooked. Um, you didn't have some of the stuff that you get with Shredder in this one, uh, in the first Ninja Turtles movie, or even to an extent of Shredder in the second movie, where, yeah, it's just like, I'm here for revenge, that's it. But then he's also like, I'm creating monsters to do this. Hmm. Like, there's chances for themes of exploration that we don't ever get into, but uh, the CG one just, oh, <laughs> I've offended Tom so much. <laughs> there, there goes Tom. He's got hard, hard disagreement from Tom. Protest. But I, and some of the music within the movie, I'm like, okay, it's, it can be a little bit dated to that time. And it doesn't translate necessarily as well as some of the others. But that's, but that's also a personal preference, not a, this is absolute. Um, I, I see you're shaking your head at me, man. So I, I'm like, I feel personally attacked. By <laughs> I, and I love this movie. That's the thing. Like, I will, I will talk about its virtues so much, like the, yeah. the 2007 one. Well, but I, I, that one, I'm not, I see some flaws. Well, yeah, I think I think uh, while I did like the the fact that like you know because it was very how do I put this like fantasy sci-fi stuff like like three thousand year old immortal guy yeah. who's you know it's it is pretty out of this world like larger than life sort of enemy that they're taking on, um, but I did like the opportunity for like all of a sudden there's this huge cast of enemies you know. It really sucks because you know most of the monsters we just got a montage of them getting rounded up and stuff. Yeah. Um, it would have been cool to see the the turtles take on a lot of different types of enemies and like sort of grow uh, like as they get to the big bad type of thing. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Compared to the sorry, no, just compared to the live action ones, like the original live action ones, I'm just like this is a like it's it hits way more the right note. It's like there's not a lot of like having to be charitable. Right. I find. It's my third favorite Ninja Turtles uh, movie, just because that Batman Ninja Turtles crossover is outside of the second act, just like borderline perfection. Oh, uh, no, watch it. <laughs> it nails the personalities of the turtles. It captures the spirit of the comics. You get this, this amazing Batman Shredder fight. Um, Whoa. Where I'm just like, oh man, this mashes up like perfectly. There's certain crossovers where you're like, okay, I'm in, but this is going to be kind of weird. Whereas this, as soon as you get in, you're like, well, hold up, this makes so much sense. Yeah, well, like, I mean, why these would cross over and why they'd intersect so well. Batman and Shredder, they both wear masks, they both have capes, and they both have sharp little frills on, on their, uh, <laughs> <on> their forearms. <laughs> so, well, I mean, it's a match made in heaven. <laughs> they're also both insane ninjas <laughs> yeah, and they don't don't sleep, <laughs> they, literally do not sleep. And... they have sleep disorders yeah <laughs> um but back to, so back to the first movie it's it's one that i've grown to appreciate in time i as a younger kid i dug the second movie more and i feel bad because i feel like i'm beating up on the second movie when i'm not i'm not trying to it's just as my fandom of the ninja turtles has grown and then as I've grown in age, like the second one, I appreciate purely nostalgically and there is some good stuff. Yeah. But the first one, I'm just, the love I have of the comics, it gets addressed. Yeah. I, um, I, it, it addresses the seriousness from the comics, which were done as a parody of the yeah. over seriousness of the comics in the eighties, but it was still a part of it there. Mm. And it incorporated some of the lighter stuff from the show. Yeah. It was silly, but still fit tonally. 
where I'm like, you can watch this as an adult and see some of the silly moments, just like you got silly sound effects when Donatello squirts water in a dude's face. And then the whole April fight, the April apartment fight scene does get silly, but still an awesome fight scene with jokes throughout it where I'm like, this just works. This is, ah, it's awesome. Yeah. I, I liked, I, like, what I really liked about the first one is, um, uh, like, it's it's opening, right? It, it's mm-hmm. very gritty. It's very, like, it reminds me of, um, I just love, like, the the old, like the late 80s, early 90s films uh, in set in New York, because they just have, like, this, I don't know how to explain it. It's, I don't know. It's New really York cool. is a character. New York is yes. a character, man. Yeah. Like, you're absolutely correct. And and it's, they, they give me this sense of nostalgia, I guess, because, like, a lot of these movies I watched when I was a kid, right? Um, it, it de- I definitely got, like, serious Ghostbuster vibes where, it's sort of funny, but it's also like, it's serious. Like I really like when they take everything more seriously. I don't understand why. (laughs) It's like, it's like, I kind of take the property seriously. Right. Like, um, and, and obviously like as an adult, you're, you you know, you're attracted to more of like the stereotypical literary archetypes and you kind of want to, you seek those out, right. You want there to be real stakes and real change and growth and loss and, and stuff like that. But one thing I really dug about the, the, the intro was it was very, like, it was very serious in tone. There was no wackiness. There was no goofiness. It was, it was like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was gritty. It was sort of raw. Like they showed these kids robbing people and they did it pretty well. Like it was kind of funny, you know, that the, the, the black lady on her fire escape, she's watching the TV. She looks down to like grab her yarn, looks back up and it's gone. And the kid's like yeah. running with it. And it's kind of funny, but at the same time, it's like, it, they didn't, I don't know, man. It, there was always like this, this, this subtext of like grittiness and realness under all the, uh, the, the humor. That uh, yeah, and that Sorry. opening montage, that that scene of um, where there's the guy offloading his delivery truck, and then he goes, he makes the delivery, and he comes yeah. back to the truck, and it's empty. Uh, I think of that every time I'm loading up my trunk, <laughs> and then I like step away. I'm like, oh, what if the foot is here? <laughs> <laughs> so I always close the trunk before I go back to get more stuff, <laughs> just in case the foot is a foot. <laughs> Just imagine you like hesitating, like you're like 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 trying to like you're slowly putting the box in and you're pulling it out and looking around and like slowly putting it in to be like if you can lure them into attacking. <laughs> That's not the bait. Yeah. Um, Where yeah, is Tom? It, like his his computer oh, said he, like, he messaged his computer crashed. He'll rejoin when he can. But um, I mean, it should have restarted by now. Yeah, it's, yeah it's I, don't, I, I don't. I don't know. Um, Oh. Yeah, it's it's so interesting that, like, they hit that tone, right? They balanced it, because it started off with this silent cr- crime wave, this news report, where you're just like, oh, man, this is, like, all of this is still within the realm of possibility. We haven't gotten to the, hey, here are the Ninja Turtles part. Mm. And what I appreciated with that movie is it never lost that, that gritty series part, mm. but then it also recognizes, like, hey, this is also kind of silly. We're Ninja Turtles. We can't be Batman serious throughout the whole thing here because this is kind of silly. Yeah. But they made the tone of that silliness work with the, the serious tone of the crime wave and all that stuff going on. And there's so many rich themes in this movie. Yes. Abandonment themes, uh, family issues, just ah, so much. So mm. much. <laughs> I, I I am always a sucker for like the uh, the like a father son conflict or yeah. like loss or or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That always gets to me. The 
one thing I really I, I liked um, that scene when April's boss is in her apartment and they're all hiding. And, <laughs> you know, you can see Donatello's shell from like like just behind the curtain, and he yeah, goes yeah. to give her a towel and like pulls open the curtain, and he's like within a split second he's jumped up to like the ceiling yeah. of the shower and he's just holding himself there. That is cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> I really like it's wacky, like it's kind of funny. It can be funny, but it's also like whoa, that's pretty. It's pretty sweet, man. That's <laughs> something that I quick. aspired to do as a child. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to learn these skills. <laughs> like that's some ninja stuff right there. That's yeah. Like... Well, and that's the that's the thing. It's something I noticed between. I watched the second one first. Like I, I'll watch the the first one at least probably at least once or twice a year, just because it's a movie I I really really enjoy. Um, and not not kidding, it's in my top ten comic book movies um the second one i don't visit as much but i watched it earlier this week and i was like i still dig this but it's missing even some of the ninja stuff from the first one like the when the turtles first show up in the first movie like their first move is Raph breaks the overhead light with his side and yeah. then they just stealth it and then yes. it's just like all this movement we only really get like one scene like that in the second one when they throw down the thing and then he's helping Kino um, mm-hmm. the rest of the time, it's just like, let's go into the bright lights. Let's go into this. There's no quick ninja movement. Um, oh, it was just wow. these little things throughout the first one that complemented the whole so much that as I was watching it and thinking about the second one, I was like, man, I was missing this from it. I was missing this. Yeah. And, like yeah. what I really dug about the first, okay. So, I mean, you, you you can only they can only be so agile in those suits and yeah what i really liked about the the first one as opposed to the second one was in the first one they did a lot of like the way they cut it was mm-hmm. it definitely seemed less wacky and goofy and like people just sort of standing around waiting to do something or just never doing something and <laughs> and it's just it it seemed like obviously there was this aspect of like okay they're not shooting it perfectly like it, it yeah. does there's sort of like okay that guy could have attacked or he could have hit him or he was moving way too slow he just waited for him to get hit everything um but it, it uh they did it a lot better like it, it was a, a lot more realistic in that sense where um it wasn't just so odd like there what like for instance in the second one when they first meet the uh the foot clan like the actual like, costume guys with um what's his name uh the bald dude uh was, tatsu yeah the only recurring character <laughs> the only guy <laughs> they brought back <laughs> um, yeah for some reason like why is he essential to this i mean they got a new april that's weird there's no yeah. casey jones um but yeah so uh there's this one scene where the foot guy is like He's like throwing the the thing from like one hand to the other, and and Donatello's like reaching up for it, and then there's like five foot guys just standing there watching. Like, yeah, this is yeah, ridiculous. Well, that that's something that I found they they work they made work in the first one as well. Because as much as I love the character Casey Jones, hmm. part of it is like he shouldn't be able to fight ninjas because he's he's just a dude who might have some fighting experience, but is. He's, he was a professional athlete, like he's got skills, but these are trained ninjas, but he's also something that they hadn't fought against yet in an environment where he's constantly switching weapons to things that aren't generally weapons, and he's swinging, so he's keeping the foot on their toes, pun intended, um, whereas... The second. <laughs> oh, Chris. <laughs> oh, Chris. <laughs> the second uh, 
the second movie, it was just like the, yeah, we're just going to stand. Shredder stands around in the background <laughs> and does nothing while the turtles are fighting. But then there's also the turtles are in that screaming about getting um getting back on, uh, getting out of this net. And they're like, how are we going to get out of this? And it's like, Leo, you got your swords, man. Just, just use them. Just cut, just cut open the net. Like just I can see, cut like the net. <laughs> it probably doesn't have enough room, I guess. But I mean, it. I mean, like, like it's so ridiculous how Don's like. Well, if this is like given the setup of everything, <laughs> right about yeah. this time in this space, where there's a trap. <laughs> so how are you smart enough to know that? But not like, what's the point of you, Donatello? What's going on? <laughs> uh, it's yeah. It was the second one. Just makes me. Oh. <laughs> They're babies. <laughs> See, they are I, babies. I, I, Schwarzenegger, but <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it when we get to the second one. But I actually love like angry parent Shredder. I was just like, all right, this is what I'm here for because <laughs> we're not gonna get well because we're not getting the the we're not getting that balance and that that story aspect that we were getting in the in the first one, right? Where yeah. the first one had a lot more theme than the second one did the second one did have some theme like they're trying to figure out their origins what they mean like there is some stuff yeah but like the, they, they threw the don't tell him a bone right where yeah. he's like i thought there was something more it's like what are you yeah. you are clearly evidently extremely special what are you talking about don't <laughs> why are they manufacturing this well, drama that he is a teenager yeah. <laughs> it's no, yeah no, i guess yeah <laughs> but the, the first one had more theme like for top to bottom for everybody than the mm -hmm. second one did so with the second one, I'm like, okay, it doesn't have the story that's going to grab me like the first one does. So those moments where I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm here for it. Shre angry parent shredder. I'm like, this entertains me. Since you're not giving me much else, give me more of this. It is funny. There's this one scene when they when they get there and they're like Raphael's tied up and he had his, uh, the, the adhesive over his mouth and Donatello comes up and he rips it off and um, Don, and then Raphael just starts like yelling at him and he, he's like looking around and he looks back at him and he goes and pops, yeah, back and pops it back into his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Why you just lift my rip, rip my <laughs> I remember being a kid and, like when that scene happened like I was like oh I remember loving that. Like I've watched the movie over and over again when I was a kid. I'm like, I, I love that scene. I'm like, as an adult, I'm like, I just have the memory of loving it, but I don't have like yeah. the, the feeling of loving it. I'm like, why did I like that? And I like rewound it and like watched it again. I'm like, I guess I found it funny. Like it is funny, but I mean, I really liked that when I was a kid. And I just, I was like saying to Monica, I was telling her like, I'm like, well, I don't understand. And she's like, well, and as I'm telling it to her, I start laughing. She's like, it just sounds like it's funny. Like, I think you like it. <laughs> you like it because it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I I also think like it, it's it's the humor within the story, right? Like mm. the second the second movie is very tonally different. Um, it's it is uh, to me it's more so in line with the the 80s show. It is a live action version of that show where the turtles were a lot more humorous, a lot more sarcastic, a lot more slapstick. Uh, Raph didn't say damn at all. Um, that was his catchphrase <laughs> in the first one. There was so yeah, many Yeah, that was his catchphrase. <laughs> there was like some hells thrown well, in there too. They it even was... dropped a B word at the end because <laughs> they were like, awesome, gnarly, radical. And then Raph's like, chin. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Yeah, they just slipped it in. Nice. Um, yeah. 
But that movie also had Casey Jones casually murdering the Shredder. I, I, <laughs> we don't have that in the second one. <laughs> that was definitely my favorite part by far. There's no casual murder in this one. That's, yeah, it's, it's, that's my biggest gripe with most Ninja Turtles movies. There's, there's not enough casual murder. There was a couple times during the first movie where I'm like, oh, he did. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It, the the foot with the the basento or whatever it is when he goes to chop at Donnie in the uh, in the store under uh, April's apartment and it goes into the electric wire and he starts getting electrocuted. Yes. I'm like he dead. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, that, no, like he's that yeah. dude dead. <laughs> like, it was pretty funny. It was like Home Alone esque. But like he's definitely not coming back from that. <laughs> it's, it's that kind of thing where I'm like, there's humor throughout that whole fight. But it works where it, the comedy is the comedy is different where so in that April in that April apartment fight, it cracks me up to this day every time where the foot are trying to chop at Michelangelo and Donatello. And they're just like, good thing these guys aren't lumberjacks. No joke. The only thing safe in the woods would be the trees. Um. Like it's a very Spider-Man-esque <laughs> yes. kind of like sarcastic thing where i'm like you're mocking the people who are trying to kill you that's why this is funny it's not let's do slapstick there's yes. little bits of it yeah. like donatello squirting water in the guy's face and the guy freaking out yeah but it's, it's just kind of like I'm, I'm it works it's also yeah it's also the way it's shot right because if, if you yeah. cut to a shot like that and it's just this brief moment of like him making a comment not like stepping back making a comment and then spouting yeah. but it's like as he's struggling he's commenting and then he does it and it's very quick <laughs> then you don't get to see all the stuff around it that makes you think like everyone's just standing around waiting for this to happen right so it is it is really cool and and they don't go over the top with it like it's a very yeah well done peppered amount and the, the thing that i really find sort of helped keep the serious tone even when they were um even when they were fighting and stuff is is that like the quick cuts and mm -hmm. also the camera, like anytime things got serious or legit, the camera, like they would do like a found footage-esque, like it'd be shaking yeah. and stuff, right? Like one thing that really got me, like it actually gave me chills was when they come back to the, um, the lair or whatever, their, their home base. Oh, and, dude. And, 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 and like you could see like, oh man, that's another thing I really loved was was the animatronics, right? Of the, the faces. Yeah. Like they did it so well. Like these, they were as expressive as dogs, you know? Like yeah. it's, it's crazy. So, so they come in and then, the camera's all shaky and it's like panning around Raph as he's like, you could see it on his face, which is ah. insane. Yes, because it's animatronics. <laughs> and then he just, ah, he screams and the camera's like shaking and I'm just like, whoa, that is like, that is legit. Yeah, like it's, that is awesome. It's so cool. And, yeah. And uh, so I think that really did help in a lot of those action scenes where like they did, as soon as oh, things got man, serious. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, also a, a thing I gotta, I gotta compliment this movie on. It's not, it wasn't to the detriment of Ninja Turtles 2 because it, it did it did work there as well, but I found this movie the best was the music. Like, not only just the, uh, and we've lost Tom again. I didn't even know he was here. <laughs> um, like, not only just the, uh, like, the background music that was synth-heavy, it added to the film. It worked wherever it was. Like, that, that fun version of the theme we got at the end, like, or at the beginning, it told you what the movie was, but mm. then you got Shredder's theme, or the music. Uh, that's the music that played during the uh, uh, when he's uh, Shredder had his boss entrance to the foot. But mm. then also, um, it was used in the scene when the fire got lit in the uh, in the Return yes. of the King. 
No, no, sorry. Just just, light the beacons. The, the, <laughs> but in the fight at April's apartment, in the store portion, yeah. the, yeah. the cube when the music launched, that was there. Um, and then uh, also the music that plays when Shredder shows up to fight the turtles at the end. Uh, John Luke Perez, his music was awesome. The soundtrack they selected for the movie of like late 80s, early 90s rap worked. It made sense within the movie. Um, like the music was not a character, but it did what a music soundtrack is supposed to do. It added to and enhanced the story. And I just felt yeah. myself at points really appreciating it. Whoa. I agree. Everything about the movie, like from, from beginning to end, everything fits so perfectly. Uh, like it's like a it's like an ecosystem. Take one aspect out, and the movie's not as good. Yeah. Um, so, dear listener, I'm going to say now um, we have had some technical difficulties while we've been recording. So, thankfully, Tom has been able to rejoin us. He doesn't have a uh, a microphone that he can use. So, if he's showing up louder, that's why. Uh, but we are we are thrilled that he's back. We want him here because he was also a big part in getting this episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it would seem like it. It, it would. Uh, I almost wouldn't want to use it if he wasn't here for like <laughs> most of it. It'd be so, it, oh, yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. No, we're 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 happy. We're really happy you're back, man. Yeah. Are um, you are you recording as well, or are we just are we just? Uh, over... I, I can't. I'm, I'm on my phone. I'm, uh, okay. So so GarageBand uh, forced my computer to shut down, uh, and now it doesn't want to turn back on. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Uh, okay. On your phone, do you have voice memos? Uh, yeah, but if I if I turn on the voice memos and then switch back over to Skype, it immediately turns off the voice memos. Yeah. Uh, lame. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I mean, he doesn't sound too bad anymore. Oh yeah. No. 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 If... Yeah. So we got you back. That's the important part. Yeah, that's the important thing. <laughs> okay. So there's something I wanted to mention before while we were still like when on the animatronics of the first yeah, one. Yeah. Like right after that scene where they they find that Shredder's been kidnapped, um, it it cuts to. April's door, the inside of her apartment, she's opening it up, and then you see them all standing there, and they're all they've all got these somber faces on. But Mikey, he looks like this, like a, a cartoon baby deer, like Bambi, like his <laughs> eyes are huge, and he's like, and I'm like, whoa, they really they chose the best one to like put front and center, right? Yeah. And also like it's his character, like he's he's like the the youngest basically. Um, oh my gosh, yeah. And so it was really, it really like it was adorable when it opened up on him, and he had like these big puppy dog eyes, and they were just so expressive. Like it really, really impressed me. Yeah, much. Uh, at times, you get better expressions out of these animatronic turtles than you have out of people in films. So that's that. Yeah. The Jim Henson production on it was just so commendable. Um, you get better stuff out of this movie than you have out of movies released in the past five years and that's it's insane it's insane that a movie for 13 million dollars that no studio wanted to touch until halfway into the production um yeah no they 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 were like hold up this is this isn't the show so they didn't want to they didn't want to do it Mm -hmm. um like holds up better than a lot of movies today it's also it is very much a product of its time but in the best possible way. Um, Man, I love this movie. And (laughs) one of the things I really appreciated with it was (laughs) Elias uh, Costius, the guy who played Casey Jones. Mm. He was so good as Casey Jones, but also I'm like, he's such a good meathead character. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Sorry. Oh, you know, one thing I really liked them. Yeah, you just made me think about it was Raphael's voice in the first one was a lot better than in the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like like a cartoon character of a New Yorker. It was just like no. a New Yorker. Yeah. 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 Um, Mike, Mike, say say words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I yes. <laughs> <laughs> be like, well, the second one. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah, I don't remember uh, uh, Raphael's voice in the first one too well, but in the second one, he was very like. Uh, Yo, let's get some pizza. What you doing for it? Like, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So there was one. There was one other scene with Casey Jones that actually a couple that I absolutely loved when they first get back to the their their lair, um, and he's like, it's showing that he's claustrophobic. But then Donnie's like, you're claustrophobic. And this is where the meathead thing shines through. He's like, what do you want, a fist in the mouth? I've never even looked at another guy before. <laughs> like, not only are you getting it so wrong, you're confusing. <laughs> now we know two things about you. It's so yeah. wonderfully wrong. It's so hilarious. Um, but then when he shows up to save Splinter and he sees him, he's just like, what? And then he just shrugs and goes along. It's <laughs> like... Exactly. This that is what was, it needs. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? All right, whatever. And because uh, there's already turtles, right? I'm but uh, out with I, turtles. Like, <laughs> I didn't like was that the kid just knew where the keys were. He like ran around the corner, came right, back. He's yeah. like, I got the keys. And it's like, okay, you can make the argument that maybe somehow the. I mean, that's the other thing. Right before that was that Shredder. They see him with Splinter. They see his headband on the ground. He sees that he has a drawing of Leonardo, and then he's been missing for the past week and a half. And they've already alluded to it previously. Like, where is he? Oh, who knows? And then they just leave him standing there and walk away, and they're like, we got to go kill the turtles. They're grabbing the kid with taking the kid with them. Like, yeah. <laughs> Want to show him, use him for info, like something. Don't just walk away. Right? Well, so that was him, but I think it was like, nah, I gotta kill these turtles, man. Like, yeah, but like to just singular focus came. Leave them standing there, like when I just, I love that scene where they they really make a point to show you how badly this kid is messed up, like how screwed <laughs> he is, and then they just leave him there, standing there. What was the point? The other the other thing I love with the movie is uh, Sam Rockwell's in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, did he play the, that kid? Yeah, he was one of the Let's get him! Oh, that was him! I was like, I thought I recognized that kid. He did not age well. He looks like himself, just younger. I don't know, man. I, I, clearly, he was on like like the, the probably the middle of puberty there. I don't know what happened in the last half, but like it did a number on him. That's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> like in that movie, he looked like he could be like a legit like movie like a, a Leonardo DiCaprio esque or like a River Phoenix type of movie star, like a, a classically handsome dude. And then you know you see him, <laughs> you see him now, and you're like, whoa! Like you know, there's a reason he gets uh, he he plays Hicks and like cowboy movies and stuff, right? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, I disagree with everything you just said about Sam Rockwell. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Like, when you saw him, when you saw him in, um, oh wow, what was that movie? The movie with Jesse James, uh, the assassination of Jesse James, right? 
yeah. yeah. Like when you like you know, like he was made to play that part, like this backwater hick, you know, like was... yeah. yeah, but then then you then you see a movie like Moon and he was also played to to to, to he was he was also made to play that guy. Like he he's he's a leading man. Well, I'm not I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he doesn't have the acting chops. I I think he's an amazing actor. Wink. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wondered. I always. I'm like. It's. It is cute the way that they all have a crush on April. Yeah. Yeah. It's. <laughs> it. To me, that's something that I think existed in comics, and it, I'm like, it makes sense. Hmm. Um. They're teenagers. They're. Anyways. No, I'm glad that they never. I'm glad they never followed through with that. There's a. There's a clip. Um. Been several times from like honest <laughs> trailers. Um. <laughs> or other videos where in the 90s like at the height of turtle mania there was like a traveling uh musical variety show with the turtles with terrible costumes and terrible outfits and they showed up on oprah and they were like so do you like april and then it's like yeah i've been trying to get her into an interspecies relationship but she's not and they can just extremely blunt clips of the children (laughs) in the audience like <laughs> what? <laughs> like confused and upset. Like, what's going on? <laughs> they're upset. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I'm like, okay, no, of course they're gonna have a crush on April, but we're never gonna go beyond that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's even a I scene. Appreciate that. <laughs> there's even a scene in the first one where I think it was the first. It may have been the CG one. It was all starting to run together. I did. I watched all of them in one night. So yeah. it's. <laughs> it's when Raphael throws a sigh at Donatello's, like around his another region, like as a, as a threat, and I'm like, he doesn't have uh, like a thing there, like there's nothing to hit, yeah. like why? But yet Donatello's still like, he's still like, whoa, <laughs> you know, he's still, uh oh, <laughs> he has no genitalia. That was pretty close. Cool. I, I, I don't know if it was a warning shot to the to the groin as much as it was a warning shot. <laughs> like, and he could have thrown it anywhere else, but directly between it. his legs, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think there were other people around him, but uh, well, well, I, okay, I, okay, Chris, come on. Yeah, come on. You know what it was. You know what it was. <laughs> devil's advocate. It's pretty interesting, you know. <laughs> You're so inclined to play devil's advocate for such a pious man, Chris. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, I, do, I do think it's interesting though, too, like how they all have a crush on April, but you know, they also they also understand um, that that they're turtles and she's people. human. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, that, there's the scene like right at the end of the first one when uh, when Casey and and April finally kiss, and, and they're up on the roof and they're like, "Woo, yeah, Casey, go Casey." <laughs> they're being gross. Well, yeah, it's good that they they they, all, that they do kind of address the fact that yeah they yeah, they have a crush, but let's be real here, we're gonna keep it human on human, and uh, yeah. <laughs> that's something they're gonna be happy for. How are they going to find love? Uh, yeah, they're not. <laughs> I, uh, like, this has nothing to do with the movies. <laughs> not talking about this. Basically, like, that's, that's not even a problem they tried to address in the film. So yeah. okay, I feel right. like Donatello would create some sort of like robot version of a large turtle. Well, I feel like if they were if they were in to the bring comics, it, he does, and then uh, Donnie dies and become and soul females. or whatever goes into the turtles, the turtle bot, and then eventually gets his body back. Oh, that's yep. stupid. How does he get his body back? I can't remember. Well, that's that's stupid. I want to know now. <laughs> well, 
sir. You're on this thing that has access to a way to figure it out. You're good. Just Google this. Well, that's one thing. That's another thing I liked about. That's actually one thing I liked about uh, TMNT three, where they actually had like computers and stuff. That was cool. Right. Yeah. So wait, uh, are we still doing one? I was going to say, I think I think we've talked about how great the first one is for for a while. Um, let's move into the second one, which we we have kind of been talking about. But uh, Mike, since yeah. you are you're the big proponent for two, so I'll give you the floor here, sir. Yeah, make your argument. Make my argument. I don't know. Well, okay, you're you know, on I, trial. I, I think about it as um, I was thinking about this last night. How um, all the like emotions associated with these movies are what was imprinted on me as a child. Mm. So while I can still find um, faults or uh, the opposite of faults in, <laughs> in these movies. Um, strengths. Strengths. Thank you. <laughs> the one time I could I know, work, guys. I almost said anti-faults. <laughs> anti-faults. <laughs> Exclusively um, using that term from now on. There, there, yeah, there's still that like emotional bedrock that has been imprinted on me as a child from having watched. You know, there were certain movies. There's maybe five core movies I watched over and over as a child. Uh, the two, the first two Ninja Turtle movies, uh, the Ghostbuster movies. Really, only the first one because I didn't have the second one on video. Um, mm. uh, ba- the Batman movies. Yeah, same. So those yep. are like the movies I had. Oh, and Jurassic Park. I had yep. those on loop. So yep. like, I've seen them a million times, and I have this emotional connection to all of them. And I have certain emotions to uh, musical cues or scenes. Like if I found something disturbing as a child or scary as a child, I wouldn't anymore. But I still have that. Like I still have a, a remnant of it. So what I'm getting to is, I, I probably liked too much better as a child. And that's why I still like it. But like I was watching it last night, and it's just it's a more enjoyable movie to me. It's campy uh, fun. It's, it's it's fun, and it's not like cheesy fun. There are some, yeah, there's some cheese, there's some dumb to say it's, 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 it's exclusively it's, cheesy fun. <laughs> I was like, Christian is ready to fuck. Like the biggest fault I found with Secret of the Ooze uh while watching it last night was it's in the opening couple minutes when they're fighting in that underground mall. Christian got cheese grater. <laughs> I feel like you should just be ready with one. Oh, anyway, yeah. and, like towards the, the end of the fight, there's they show the there's this background shot of like the stairs that lead down to it, and there's all these boxes that have been knocked over. And one of the boxes, I wrote it down, says special. Uh, oh, I it, it, it messed my notes messed up. So uh, the special microwave computer or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> What? <laughs> What's that? There's like special radio microwave computer or something like that. Like, choose one. <laughs> Those are just words. The still yeah. just just to figure words nobody would look at the background, right? right. So, yeah. but um, uh, yeah, like I love that opening fight scene. Um, it's there's so many like fun things that I remember like taking as inspiration that I wanted to learn how to do, like to be a Ninja Turtle. Like, <laughs> like uh, was it Mikey? He, he yo-yo fights? Yeah. I love that one. I remember having a yo-yo as, as like a kindergartner or something, and I wanted it's to do like, around the world. I'm like, I'm going to knock someone's head off. <laughs> 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 
just go to a meat shop and yell combat cold cuts and combat then start whacking cuts. people. Yeah. <laughs> or like um, Donatello pretends to be an inflatable clown. And he's just yeah. like, <laughs> does the rocking. <laughs> or when, uh, yeah, there's just, I love so many parts of that. And like, just yeah. in the, 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 the idea of fight scenes, there's so many more fight scenes in the second one, at least it feels like there are, than in the first one. And like, if I'm going to see Ninja Turtles, I want to see them fighting. Which yeah. Too. <laughs> I agree. Like I do, I like the fact that there were more fight scenes, but I do. I just, I, the, just the way it, there's so much time where enemies could be hitting them and they're not, right? And oh, I just, yeah. as an adult, I can't get over it. I'm just sitting there like, hit him. <laughs> and one thing I do, I love about the second one though, is that the pacing is perfect. It's like a perfectly paced. Well, yeah, movie. that's a, like I realized that most both both movies because I'm ignoring the other ones for some reason. Uh, the first two, mm-hmm. they're so digestible. Like yeah. they're not long slogs. You just watch them. They're done. Right. Yeah, but there are moments in the first one, like even though I did enjoy it more, where it's sort of just like, I mean, it doesn't seem like there's any too much fat on it. For the yeah. Most part. yeah. But yeah. there are moments where I'm just like, okay, like it doesn't, like I have to remind myself to sort of pay attention, right? But with the second one, it just things would change right around the time I was like starting to wander off and thought, and and uh, it, that's one thing I really appreciated about it. When, I remember, like in the second one, there's this one scene where you know Kino's trying to infiltrate the foot, right? And yeah. so he's down at the docks and the guy's like, oh, come on, come into this warehouse. We're going to you know, fight or whatever. And we're going to test you to see see if you make it in. So he's, he starts following the group and then he, he lags behind, goes to Raphael. And they just it's purely for exposition's sake, for just, yeah. just, to, just to tell you what's going on. And then he runs back with the group. I'm like, that was so unnecessarily dangerous. <laughs> and I mean, like, it's like you, you couldn't just get away with. Yeah. Like, couldn't you just follow him from the front and then you can see Raphael you know, behind him, him sort of peeking over the car, right? Yeah. yeah. I think, I, I think about the second one, like that first fight scene tells you exactly what the movie is going to be. Yeah. Um, and I think the first one did that as well. And it shows the difference. Like the first one started with like, uh, you guys are mentioning how there's more fights, but I think it might be a case of me for less is more. Cause I remember the fights from the first one so much more than I do the second one. But the second one is also very different. It does have a lot of fun stuff to it. Like the the Donatello leaning thing cracks me up the whole time. Yeah. But I'm just like... But when he first discovers the the clown, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. But it's also that difference of like, hey, in the first one, we're going to do this like we're going to be fighting in the dark behind lights. Like yeah. it's it's always night or in an enclosed space with lights off. Whereas this is like, yeah. let's get all the bright lights. Let's have the the suits much brighter, much more friendly looking in a way. Mm. Um, and everybody is like, it's a lot lighter. Period. Um, the whole movie, top to bottom, is. And then, yeah, I, I still dig it. I, I enjoy. The silly, the silly aspects to it as well. It's, I, yeah, I, I really like. I like the uh, the addition of um, oh, I don't know their names. The turtle and the wolf, wolf. Uh, uh, Taco and Brazo. Taco. Toka. 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 Tomato. So, Taco and, and Wolf. Um. <laughs> yeah, which one's which? Uh, 
I think Razor is the is the snapping turtle. Yeah, yeah I think, think so. That sounds right. So I don't know why, but it just feels right. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. really, they're not like they're not they have a specific names. Call it slash. So I, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, that's how I'm making that leap. Yeah. Well, that. you know, we gotta give them credit. At least they didn't call them like Snappy and Wolfy or something like that. <laughs> yeah. To make the yeah. distinction. <laughs> I, there's some people who are like, oh, these are just like not like discount Bebop and Rocksteady. I'm like, these are so different than bebop and rock steady like this yeah. isn't it's they're not swapping and i love token razor i like i love how they made them deliberately kind of stupid but they're just yeah, yeah. Destructive, <laughs> destructive little kids and it's yeah. just so much fun to watch like yeah. <laughs> it uh, works within this movie if you tried to do them in the first movie with its tone i'd probably hate them <laughs> but in, this, oh, yeah, in this movie with combat cold cuts and like walking the dog and knocking people around with yo-yos yeah it, it works it would be cool to see them like you know if if the professor hadn't sabotaged their intelligence and if it was like a like darker movie like the first one to see yeah. like, you know you it's almost like a horror movie you don't see too much of them and and right. the, the the, the turtles have to really work together to take them down type of thing. Not the, the barrels to, to knock them down to the knees and stick a fire. <laughs> well, yeah. Which, yeah. if that was the first movie, uh, they'd be dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> which I, I, I will say there's some interesting trivia from the first movie, because uh, even though they clearly kill people on screen a couple times, uh, you guys remember the part where, like, Tatsu, after he's like he knows he's disappointed shredder he goes in and smacks around the foot clan guys yeah um there's the one guy where they're like you're all right you'll be all right they added that after the mpaa objected because originally that guy was dead they had tatsu beat him to death <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then they yeah. were like no you can't do that <laughs> yeah it was i really felt like they that was a good setup to really it, it put the seed and, and not only like all the kids' brains, but like our like our, the audience's brain of like, oh, okay, so this is going to be sort of an aspect of like, oh, we're not family. Oh, yeah. we can't like he is going to come in and like just beat the crap out of us if he's angry type of thing, and there's nothing we can do about it. But they didn't really, you know, they didn't really harken back to that when they had that sort of standoff with um the the man who is the the kid who is supposedly Sam Rockwell, uh, <laughs> the alleged Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Um, yeah uh yeah so it's i I felt like that was sort of a missed opportunity there because like when i'm as i'm watching i'm like oh but like he he totally attacked these kids and and there's there's in this aspect of like no kid was like yeah but what about when he came to the locker room and just beat the crap out of us (laughs) (laughs) beat a man beat a child to death yeah they also didn't didn't pay it off in the second one either they kind of they kind of really watered down tatsu in the second one yeah, he was just kind of there. Well, everybody he was there, and then he's immediately the taken out by the by the four by the four turtles just turning around and sandwiching him with their shells, and then all of a yeah. sudden he's done. It's like, um, I thought this guy was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> well, I I'm I was reminded when you were talking about uh, the 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 foot children. Um, in the first one, my thought was when they have the opening scene where they like establish the the hideout and there's like that awesome yeah warehouse. Yeah. I'm like, man, 
I would totally join the fight. <laughs> yes, yeah, 100%. Like, you can do indoor, indoor skateboarding, smoke all the cigarettes you want, play poker all day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. That was Sam Rockwell. Yeah, um, yeah it was. <laughs> you can play video games you can slap the bass with a mohawk like come on it's yeah. the greatest yeah. life ever yeah. rock kids and punk kids warehouse is amazing I would totally join the foot. And you can steal all the electronics you want. <laughs> Unsuspecting black ladies who are just knitting. <laughs> Man, I, I really... That continues in the second one with like a super microwave radiation. Whoa, whatever it was. Special, <laughs> special radio microwave computer. <laughs> radio microwave computer. Uh, I really, I liked, man, I love that skateboarding ramp and like how it went above like everything. And like, yeah. it, it was so it was so cool. Awesome. It was such a, yeah, it was like the, like the, the classic. I would, yeah, I would have loved to be, to be in the Foot Clan, man. Yeah. Uh, so what was also kind of cool with that was at the end when they were, uh, they said the warehouse at Laird and Eastman Island or whatever it was. Yeah. That was just them throwing in Laird and Eastman. I was like, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> The only guy who I don't think got watered down too much between the movies was Chief. Actually, no, he did. Chief Stearns. Because in the first one, he just screams. <laughs> Whereas in this one, I was like, okay, you can tell it's there. It's just under the surface. But he had yeah, more sarcasm in the second yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's what we do best, Miss O'Neill, ignoring things. Like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, he's over it. <laughs> <laughs> One bit of information I, I, I looked up on the second one that I thought was cool, um, because like I mean, obviously it was a couple of years between the release of the movies, um, and as as a kid, like I didn't even I didn't even like think of like time passing in the movie, like in between. I just yeah. like it is always just, like I just never thought about it. So when I watched it as an adult, and all of a sudden like Shredder's hands popping out of the garbage, I immediately thought, yeah. how long has he been in the dump? Like how long has it been? Um, it's well, actually judging by the, the place into the pile, not very long. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, yeah. I, think I it's looked it up, and, and like it says, like, it says, like, well, it says, I think the, the, the article I, I was reading said it was, like, like within a couple of weeks of the yeah. events of the film. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Okay, okay, I get it. That's why they're still, like, they're, like they haven't aged at all. That's why they still haven't found a layer. Like, I was like, okay, okay. This, this starts to make a little bit more sense now to me. And yeah, speaking of Shredder, he was awesome in the second one. Like he wasn't as like scary. He wasn't as Vader-esque in the second one, but he was still cool because like his return just on its own was awesome. You know, the hand coming out of the garbage, yeah. the angry which you, hand. Which you tossed into Steen. Yeah. And um and then right after that, when they're like the the foot they're meeting, they're like, who's gonna lead us? Yeah. And then Shredder walks in like a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> That was awesome. I think I yeah, I think I, I misunderstood the 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 gravita of the line, but um when Shredder he's in shadow and he comes in and um one of the foot guys says, Oh, his face. And I always took that as like, oh, he's all messed up in the face, he's all scarred. But I think it meant more of like, oh, I can see his face because he doesn't have the yeah. thing on. It would have yeah. been better if he had this like a really messed up face. And he yeah. does have skills, but it would have been cool if he had a messed up face. Yeah, <laughs> especially like he had when you see his helmet getting crushed in the first one, you have to assume that like his head's not in it, but you have to assume that like everything, uh, like, it's, all the metal's got to be pushing onto him at some point. Like, yeah. He should be cut up. And... 
Yeah. He did. But, they just ignored it. <laughs> yeah. When he when he said that in the movie, that's li- that's what I thought too. I thought like, oh, it, like obviously like his face must be messed up. He's like this new shredder, right? Where he's like back from the dead. And obviously like his face, he does have scratches on it from Splinter. But I think like in the second one, there is this thing like right between his eyes, like he's got a little like scar here or something. Yeah. But I'm like, that's literally it. <laughs> like, oh, his face, he's got a cut right here. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the other thing is, um, one scene that I really liked is when Super Shredder, when he became Super Shredder, yeah. and he's pulling um, the boardwalk down. It is such like a horror movie visceral shot. Yeah. And it's like, dum, 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 and like yeah. it legitimately kind of scared me. I'm like, well, where, where is like, how come, like, where are the, the they should have done the rest of the film like this? It's so intense and like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, he looked really cool as Super Shredder too. He did. He yeah, did. It until doesn't make any sense that he drank the the ooze and somehow his yeah. armor grew. <laughs> yeah, his armor grew. <laughs> just, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what's ridiculous is that when you see him, like when he stretches out, and you can see like he. They, they've drawn on his muscles and his abs and stuff. It's like, like it's, they totally crapped out on the costume for number two because the first one, like what I really didn't like about the second one is that like his helmet just looked like a piece of crap. Like it looked like something that a kid could have made in, in grade school or something. And in the first one, it actually looked like, what? Like, like, like bad cosplay. Yeah, and the first one, it actually looked like a real helmet. The second one, it was like these tiles that were kind of falling off and stuff. And I'm like, it just looks like they took a bunch of wood chips and tried to glue them on with, like, crappy <laughs> crap glue. <laughs> so with, with Shredder in this one, I, I loved him showing back up at the beginning. Like, the actor still brought a lot to it. Uh, and he was a cool presence. And I know I've said I loved stuff with him and uh, Token Razor and, like, Angry Dad Shredder. Um, and the moment where he's just like, all right, we'll just kill him. It's like, but it's like, but they're innocent creatures, and he's just like, not for long. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh. Um, but then it's also, it's, I guess that because of the love of the first movie, so that I have, I'm just like, but man, like use him, and he's just standing in the background and not doing much. So I'm just like, you've got Mike, you brought up the that he's less Darth Vader. But I'm like, yeah. you've got Darth Vader, and you're not using him. Yeah. <laughs> just like, don't have him stand there. Have him walk away. Just yeah. like, have him, have him dip. Don't just have him stand in the background. He's not Splinter. Who's just like, Splinter did more. Splinter yeah, did more. Yeah, I was going to say, at least. And then peaced out. <laughs> yeah. What a plot twist, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Shredder's I just say. like, yeah. Shredder just stands there and watches it happen, and supposedly leaves like you could have prevented this man yeah. <laughs> um, about his swords on your back and never using them <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you could you could say say what you will about the childish humor of the second one but there was one really funny kind of well it wasn't an ongoing joke but it was within a couple scenes but when they're sneaking around the um the foot uh, uh yeah you know, like junkyard hideout yeah. And like it's quiet, a little too quiet. Talk about a downgrade in hideouts, though, right? From that amazing yeah. warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> like they have like this huge warehouse with like hundreds and hundreds of kids, and they're just supplying them with cigarettes and arcade games and like everything, everything they could possibly want. They have this crazy training ground. There's so many of them, and then the second one is just like there's like almost no kids. It's all yard. yeah, it's just a trash yard. And I'm like, and I'm looking at it like when they come in, and like I'm like, how could they? How can they? How could they build this in a in a landfill without anyone noticing? That's what I was thinking. Like. Somebody running upgrade of layers, right? Like, yeah. they went from this little offshoot room in a sewer 
yeah. to this abandoned subway station. Subway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Majestic uh, Gilded Age design, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, like, I'm like, how long until the city, like, how, A, how come the city hasn't done anything about this or with this, and B, how long until they need to get down there, right? And they need <laughs> there actually is in New York. I saw a video about it a couple of years ago. There, there are abandoned yeah. subway stations. Yeah. Uh, there was this yeah. guy. Well, there's um, some in Toronto as well. I'll, if I can find it, I'll yeah, there is too. But I'll I'll send you the the link if I can find uh if I can find it of this video where this guy he he just basically jumps onto the subway tracks like real subway tracks and he follows them along to this abandoned station, and it's just like it looks just like the Ninja Turtle one, like it's majestic, and it's wow. abandoned. Um, yeah, because I feel like at, at some point they're going to have to go down there. Like pipes are going to burst. Or you're gonna have to, yeah, eventually they're going to they're gonna have to go down there for some reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some but sort of infrastructure project. Nin- that's when they'll do their ninja things that they had, yeah. that they didn't do in the second movie. <laughs> they'll yes. just jump up like within a fraction of a second. <laughs> but all their possessions in their home. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. ninja, ninja has no possessions. Well. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no attachment. Uh, um, yeah, but like how, how logistically could they have built that in a landfill and then not get seen, especially when you have people like coming and going at all hours of the day, like a ton of people and like these giant they just, monsters. They just bought the scrapyard with their ill-gotten games. Oh. And they kept it as a front. Yeah. Like same with the warehouse. They just bought the warehouse, right? Well, yeah, not, not to, burn, not to burn the writers of the movie, but I think we're putting in more thought to it than was in the movie. It's just kind of like, hey, they've got this. And I'm like, you know what? I'm on board. I've never once stopped to think like, wait, how did they get a landfill? We're doing our own retcon. <laughs> yeah. well, I have to assume that, that they've had the landfill for a while. Like That, that was like a second base of operations. They did, yeah. I, well, it's only did been like a couple of weeks and Shredder fell off the roof. There's no oh, way yeah, they built they, they did say early in the movie, like they knew the, they were like the garage, the sorry, the garbage place is the backup. Yeah. It's our fallout. Yeah. Oh. Um, I forgot about that until just now. Yeah, they did, yeah. I didn't yeah. even notice that. Yeah, so, so I, I, li- I like the second one a lot. I really do. It's just, I think, for me, the it, it's the comparison to the first one is where it loses it. The first one is something that I enjoy beyond that childhood nostalgic thing. That Not to belittle that, because there, there's so much room for that. But the first one is where I'm like, this is one I, I point to beyond that and just be like, watch this. It's a terrific film on its own right. Yeah. Um, and something that I've really enjoyed seeing is, Christian, you mentioned earlier how when you re- like the perception of it changed between watching it when you were a kid and now watching it as an adult and seeing the strengths of it. That's something that I think is happening beyond just like the core turtle fandom. When people do go back to it, they're like, this is actually a really good movie. Um, and it's, to me, it's underappreciated, um, in comic book movies, just in the sense of there's so much credit given fairly to Tim Burton's Batman, Mm. but so much of what was in there that made that work is in this movie as well. Um, and this movie to me gets the spirit of the characters more than Tim Burton's Batman did because Tim Burton's Batman is Tim Burton's Batman. Mm. This I'm like, these are the turtles from the comics and with aspects of the turtles from the show. Like I am watching the comic book here and yeah. that's where I love it. I just, that, I love it. The article you shared, it, it's really, it really like, it was really cool to see like at that point in time, like even now we're, we're still sort of fighting to get 
um, faithful adaptations of comic books, right? And it was really interesting to see them do that in like, you know, think 1990 or something. Like it, yeah. it was pretty crazy. Uh, and the rundown where they, they basically just, you know, they even showed, for instance, when, when Splinter was describing the way he would watch his master train, like, I mean, like, I, let's like, let's for one, let's talk about the animatronic uh, rat. It was, it was awesome. Uh, that's like one of the best parts of the first one. <laughs> just Splinter as a, as a rat mimicking or doing his best to try and mimic these, these uh, Kung Fu moves, these ninjutsu moves. Right. Um, yeah. It was awesome, but the you know they showed that side by side parallel with the comic, and it was basically like a, a, the most faithful ad- adaptation you could make, right? It almost looked the exact same. It was really interesting. I, I like that. I like that a lot because I find, you know, these comics obviously they're they're passion projects for the most part, right? Yeah. They're started by people who have a you know they they created this uh, IP and they have a passion for it, and they don't have to compromise anything. Like it's basically like, hey, I made this. If you want it, buy it. It's not like they're they they need investors or they need to appeal to any particular market. It's it's a it's a thing of passion, right? It's yeah. a work of passion. So I I really enjoy it when you know that that's I think that's the the thing that people are going to connect with the most. Like not focus grouped, um, to into oblivion, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, movies, right? So widest audience possible. Yeah, like not like I think everyone, you know. If if you're not an exec, if you if you don't have a vested interest in movie making money, then you're I think nine times out of ten you're going to enjoy something that was done sincerely as opposed to in an effort to appeal to the most amount of people, right? Yeah, a lot of things that um, you just brought up. What another movie that reminds me of the first Ninja Turtles movie is uh, Scott Pilgrim, just in the. Uh, the sense of how it's it's a very faithful adaptation. I mean, it condenses six books into one, so you are going to get changed stuff. But there were certain, uh, numerous points in that film where I'm like, I'm looking at the exact panel. Like, I've read this. I've seen this. This is... You get so many of those great recreations where that one does put its, its own twist on it a little bit more than this film did, but a lot of that like DIY, like passionate recreation is there. And those are some of the great aspects of both of those movies. But this one to me holds up so well. Um, I'm not as much as there's, we always know there's going to be another Ninja Turtles movie. Like it's, it's going to happen. It's just, okay, how long, how long is the break going to be? Because there was 14 years between TMNT uh, Ninja Turtles 3 and the TMNT um, CG, CG movie. Uh, and then there was another seven years between that and the, uh, the Michael Bay turtles, mm-hmm. um, where now they're, they're talking about, of course, like, let's, let's get another one going. Uh, cause we're also in the age of IP and it's been successful on TV for years. So as much as I'm like, do that, that first one, I'm also not sure we can, cause it's also, it is a product of its time, but it's also a product of, it's making of we don't have a huge budget behind this we don't have like a huge studio we have to do what we can do and that passion project came through so if we can do that passion project while still having the benefits of the the studio it'll be interesting to see if anything gets lost in translation uh how they can recreate that but it might just be like it can be great but maybe the first one was the case of like this was lightning in a bottle 
Okay, so wait, what was? Yeah, I I think there are a lot of like, yeah, it's it, lightning about it's, that's a very good way of putting it. There's a lot of like serendipitous circumstances that sort of all came together to to create that, right? Um, okay, so what, like, what's your issue with the Michael Bay ones, other than like the way they look? Um, honestly, the most of it is the way they look. Uh, I don't find the that to be like a good version of the characters. Yeah. Man. Um, not even just the look, just the personalities and all that. Um, not trying to knock Megan Fox, but I'm like, that's not April O'Neil. Um, that's a terrible version of April O'Neil. And Megan Fox could have even possibly done a good version of April O'Neil, but nothing there was trying to line up for that. Mm. Also, that's not Shredder. That's not any good version of Shredder. <laughs> Let's just skybeam this at the end. And it's just kind of like, man, what is this mess? What, one this thing is... This is just like let's take a, a title, try to twist it. I'm like, this is just this is profit. This is just profiteering. Yes. There's not any genuine interest in say what you will Servicing about the next them. mutation. Yeah. But there was at least uh, there was some attempt in there to mm -hmm. do stuff with some of the characters. Like they were poor versions of them, but you could at least see the parts of versions of the characters. I mm -hmm. can't see any of that in uh, the Michael Bay movie. Out of the 30 minutes I watched of the second one, I was like, okay, there's more of that in this one. Like, Bebop and Rocksteady are kind of well done, but this is just a really bad movie that I can't watch. <laughs> yeah, I when I did like the 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 way the characters like that were portrayed in in the Michael Bay ones. Like, I liked that that they had a more like it almost seemed like they weren't teenagers anymore, right? It almost seemed like they were young adult uh, yeah. Ninja Turtles. And I kind of like that. Like, I do want, I, I want, I, I know, I know it's like, it's hacky to say, and we, we got into that whole debate uh, in the last group podcast or sorry, group chat about um, uh, when things get too serious, right? Like when, right. when you, um, or you know, the, this penchant we have uh, in modern times to, to put a really dark spin on something that may have been, may have had a little more levity originally. Right. But I, I, re I would really love to see, like a legit uh, Dark Knight esque turtles. Like I'd love to see Christopher Nolan take on the Ninja Turtles. That would be. I think that would. Be, it would be so pretentious. It would be so. <laughs> I, and I think. <laughs> I think that's I, at least the first one. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of I, like. I kind it would of appeal to me. Him. He he would. Yeah. I'd be like Nolan would be like we're gonna deconstruct this and get up a room, but mm -hmm, <laughs> he's like. Mm -hmm. It's also Ninja Turtles, dude. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If Nolan's left to his own devices, right? If he's if he's just open to create whatever he wants, he can create like a butt within a butt, incept it inside a butt, and back in like both in front of like in the future and in the past of the butt that we're currently watching, right? But like, it's <laughs> or the butt that we're currently inside, right? And and um, so, but but with with turtles, he's like he's going to be constrained by like. Or at least the way I've I've felt about it, like he's not like make him, you know, he has to sort of stick within that original rubric, right? Of like the first comic or like the runs, you know, the way the right. first movie did. And yeah. I think if he stuck, Batman was. Yeah, like he can't. He, he there's going to be borders for him that he can't push back against, right? So he's going to be constricted. And I think, you know, with someone like Nolan, um, not every artist is like this, or not every like creative is like this. But when he seems to do his best work when he's sort of penned in. You know, when he's he's constrained, he has to work within constraints. Right. Because um, I don't know that this 
most recent one he's come out with looks dumb as like I I have no interest whatsoever in watching. Like this looks like it's it makes it takes something just dumb and makes it so convoluted that you're gonna spend the entire movie trying to figure out that it's dumb. <laughs> and then you're gonna be angry because you wasted your time. And I think that's what Inception was too. You're dumb. <laughs> Yeah, like Inception was, it's like, you know, if anyone can make something, like if I, you know, I could tell a story about going to take a leak and I can make, <laughs> I can get so <laughs> obtuse with it and describe things that have almost nothing to do, you know, I can get like, I can, <laughs> I can weave a story about me taking a leak, but it ends up following a spider in the corner for an hour and a half or something. And then did, did, did the guy ever what? make it to the leak? You know, <laughs> did, he, did he ever get there? Exactly, Mike. That's how I feel at the end of every Christopher Nolan movie. What? Yeah. No, I agree with you. I remember the one Inception ended. I was just like, what What did I just go through? What just happened to me? I remember going back to my parents' place and my cousin was there and I mentioned I had seen that uh, scene Inception. And she's like, oh yeah, how was it? Like, I don't know. And my parents were like, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm just thinking of I'm just thinking of the clip from Community where uh, Troy, like Abed doing Troy, is just like, I didn't get Inception. I didn't get Inception. Oh, it has so many layers. <laughs> um, out of, I'd say for me, out of a Ninja Turtles movie going forward, um, I'd say similar to to Power Rangers where. If you want a good a good take where it embraces the whimsy and the silly, but also treats it seriously and can have a darker, heavier tone, it's right there in the comics. Um, the IDW Ninja Turtles comics um, are just outstanding, and yes. they they really do recreate some of the like that that edge that the original Mirage comics did, but then also fully embrace stuff that's been added to the Turtle lore throughout uh, throughout its history. It's not just let's recreate the original. Um, it's let's launch off the original, but incorporate so many things that have been happened throughout this, good and bad, will include nods, but then we'll also leave room to grow. And I think that, that that's what I'd hope. Like, <laughs> the basis is there for that original seriousness, but... I don't know or necessarily think a, 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 a fully, fully dark, like zero silly aspect Ninja Turtles movie would be the way to go. Just because I think the, the first one show, like, shows how you can balance that tone well, where the silliness works within it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so, yeah, my, my opinion on that is, and I was thinking about this before even you brought that up, is like, for instance, okay, so you, we all know the movie The Mask with Jim Carrey, right? Right. That was based on a comic book. Right. And the comic book is very, very violent and bloody and insane. Like, it's yes. it's nothing <laughs> like the movie. It's very R-rated. So one thing I did enjoy was that, you know, you did it, he, but he was still wacky. It's just that it was juxtapositioned against, like, ultraviolence, right? right? Like, just insane stuff. And, and I think that's sort of the thing that I, I kind of like to see. Not like, I mean, like, even, I would be down for that. Like, like literally the, the turtles, like, like Leonardo cutting a dude in half type of thing and then making a quip. Like, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. obviously that doesn't need to be the turtles. That doesn't have to be the way they're going to be portrayed for the rest of time. But I mean, like, why, like, I mean, you can make the argument that, oh, they only have to be this type of thing. Because what we've seen is like, it's always been this level, like this combination of like the, the first one was sort of the grittiest we ever got. In TMNT, the CGI one, what really hooked me was right in the beginning when Leonardo 
he's there's that fat guy in the um in the like in South American jungle. Yeah. And then he Leonardo pulls out his swords and then you just hear like ah and like a like a cut and a scream and then you never like the implication yeah. being that like he murdered that guy, right? Straight up murdered him. Yeah. Yeah, he straight up <laughs> murdered him. And I'm like, there's I would love to see that because there's a lot of what, Tom? Brooding. Um, like it's, yeah. it's really it's it's darker than 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 it than it seemed. Um, yeah. On its... yeah. Yeah. And yes. and yeah, so I I would I think I think and and I think you I mean like both I think yeah I would love to see that I would love to see like an ultraviolent still funny but funny in the sense where it's contrasted by the violence right like where it's you're sort of sitting there like. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> You're trying to come to grips with like all the insane crap that just happened. Yeah, and, yeah, that was funny, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and I think, um, I, I think that would merit like multiple viewings. It would be it'd be something you could really digest, right? I think where there could yeah. be room for it is something that I I love that they did in the the cartoon uh, movie Turtles Forever um, was where it was like, okay, now we got they address like the the multiverse. And that there's different versions of turtles, and then it goes back to Turtle Prime, which was the original Mirage comics, where they were ninjas, they stabbed people, they killed people. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, if you could do something like that, like why Ninja Turtles hasn't gone, I don't know if it's Nickelodeon, or I, I don't know where that is, but it's like, why not? Why not uh, Like, have your main line of mm. like your show, you can do your movie, but then also you could do a you could do a web, allow a web series or or something on a Netflix or whatever. But do the Mirage Turtles because I think that like that's the venue. If it's just like the lighter turtles, but then but but then it's all wonky. Uh, dear listener, Mike is uh, Mike unfortunately has to go. Uh, so we we will also wrap this up momentarily. But Mike, thank you for yes. joining us, man. I really oh, appreciated yeah. it. It was nothing. Oh oh. <laughs> Oh, I want to, I want to, oh, I'm, oh. <laughs> well, you, you keep going. I just have to go. I have to do work stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no. Oh, we, we, we'll keep going for a little bit. I'm not saying yeah. by now. It's just, oh, like, okay. it's, it's just a good reminder. Like, oh, hey, we're almost at one. Uh, so, Mike, thank you so much for coming here. And I appreciated you fighting for, for Ninja Turtles, too, as much as I, you did. I, I had so many more notes. <laughs> I did. I really did. Send them to the group <laughs> chat, man. Just, like, just forward them to us. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> I will do that. I'll post them all into the Skype thing here. <laughs> okay, there Sweet. you go. I, I will, you know what? I'll copy these and I'll put them as an exclusive to our patrons on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> the canister to keep away was really, really fun. <laughs> anyway, Moving I got to peace out. I have I have adult things to do right now. <laughs> All right, later, and, and then I got to go to Newmarket. But anyway, see you guys later. See, see you, guys, Mike. Thanks for right. joining. No problem. Bye bye. Bye. So to get back to my my thought, I so yeah. the ultra violence. Now, I, okay. So I recently I bought um, Rick and Morty season four, and I recently remembered and watched like the last half of the season because i had only gotten up to like the, the first half and at the very end they have this bonus episode it's not even an episode it's like a seven or eight minute little vignette where it imagines rick and morty as like rick is this samurai not a samurai like he's um, a straw hat um i guess they're like samurai but they're not you know um but uh you know he's walking through this field of of like wheat or something with morty and morty's like this homunculus in like a weird sort of wheelchair he seems to be catatonic and 
um, all these, you know, these, these ninjas show up and it's this very, like almost like an old school Japanese samurai, like, you know, Kung Fu movie, um, where there's just like a lot of like, it's almost like ghost of Tsushima where it's like all these atmospheric like leaves and stuff and like everything's floating by. And it's just extremely like, you know, he'll be standing there and then you'll have, uh, like someone go rush up at him like, ah, and it looks super fast. And he just goes Shing, like this. And like, he'll cut them in half and then blood will just be like, Whoa! like, like just the amount of blood that sprays out. It's so gratuitous, right? Like it's like a kill, it's like kill bill or something. Right. It's completely unrealistic. And that's what I'm talking about. Stuff like that. Like it's an old oh, school okay. Japanese, like samurai <laughs> cutting guys in half, like throwing your side through their head or something, like kicking it out, <laughs> grabbing it or something. Yeah. It- I'd say if you were going to do that, I think the then yeah, I'll double down. I think going just full Mirage like the first one, like the original Mirage comics on it would would be the better way to go. Heck, yeah. do it in black and white because it adds to the mood and atmosphere. Yeah, that. like imagine Leo slicing a guy's head like in half and then just <laughs> and then just like falls down. And he turns around, and he looks at the rest, and he's like, "Come on," or something. You know, like that would be so. Cool, yeah. man. You could you could go kind of Sin City on it, but I'd say yes. keep it animated as well. Oh, like do it do it animated, black, maybe, white, and red, maybe. man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You can oh, do it like that. Dude. That's uh, so awesome. cool. What yeah, I really like. Sorry. Sorry, Tom. Tom, like that's the thing with your mic. Like it it picks up. Like after you start talking, it kicks in. So we oh. if we're talking over you, we don't like it's cutting in and out type of thing, right? No worries. No worries. Um. So that's yeah. Uh. It's yeah. Like they, they even have like. It's it's like a like in the comics, right? Like the black uh, bandanas, but like there's a, a slight tinge of whatever color they are, right? Like you can sort of see it. It's very yeah, man. I see this all in my mind's eye, and it's so epic and cool. <laughs> I wish I could draw or make something. Cool, yeah. I like see, th- this is the one where I'd be like, uh, I'd appreciate this more than say when we were talking the other day. I'd appreciate this more than say like the Power Rangers one because I'm like, there's a basis for this within Ninja Turtles. Um, so that's where I, I'm more on board with this than I was that. <laughs> uh, sorry, I see, I see the wheels turn and I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to reignite that thing, but I would also be, I'd be down for this, especially it's not something I'd want all the time, but I'd be like, Hey, it's here for me. It would work in small doses. And especially as long as it's like, it's not the main thing, right? Like you've got your show, you've got your movie where, uh, at one point, it's it's going to be a weird comparison, but hear me out. Like, uh, uh, people talk about James Bond, where they're like, no, it's got to be this, it's got to be this. Where it's like, yeah, but Bond also gets silly. He has gadgets. Like, it's not an either or with Bond. It's a, it's a both and. It doesn't just have to be the one thing. So I think that's the case with Ninja Turtles as well. It doesn't just have to be dark and gritty, but it also doesn't have to be light kitty, t- uh, light kitty, third Ninja Turtles movie or later later half of the 84 cartoon effect like that kind of affair it can be serious it can be brooding it can it can be a balance of both mm. but you can also do that where now nah, son let's let's indulge some of that mirage stuff where it was a parody of how serious and gritty the Marvel comics were getting yeah. I made I've made that point before but I'll point out like uh the foot clan were like kind of a parody of the hand in Marvel. And then in Daredevil as well, there was uh stick as the, uh, as the mentor. And then you have splinter. So yeah. 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 Um, 
Oh man, you mentioned I think something. This, the, the, the Mirage with the Mirage comic idea, like if if it's gonna like let, let, let's say, let's let's roll with that. Um, doing it black and white and red, like Sin City style. I would want to see that as like like a series on Netflix yeah. or something. Like 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 yeah. give me give me eight one hour episodes for season one. You know what I mean? Like that. I like don't do it as a movie. Like let, let's 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 flesh these characters out. Maybe, maybe each turtle has their own hour long episode too that focuses on them. So you have that scene of Leo leading them in and cutting some guy's head off. Then you got you know, the next episode, Mikey just chilling in the back with his with his skateboard and his pizzas and stuff like that. So be a really fun way to do it. What could be interesting is I, I personally don't know if I'd I'd want a full hour, just because also it's just like an hour of the, hear me out. Like how about you stop hour. gatekeeping and start saying how awesome our ideas are? <laughs> yeah. your ideas down i'm just saying it's not fully for me it only completely it, feels that way that's all i'm if saying it, <laughs> if, if, if that way for you fair um, um okay, tom what so, do you think what do you think do you think chris is being a last bull sport and he's not down oh, for the absolutely. thanks absolutely he's, he's, he's about to pop our idea down at the down at the vindication <laughs> like okay so here, I'll preface it then for me, because it, it might not be for you. Uh, but for me, like an hour of that kind of tone can be can be off-putting or a slog to get through if I want to binge it. But if you do it where it's uh, like 8 to 15 minutes, mm. where it's like, hey, here's this isolated story. Like, here's this little bit. Here's where, like, if you're having Leo cut people in half, like, it's it's not going to lose its impact or it's not going to be off putting where if that was the case of for an hour, it would be for me. Um, But then it's also, you get these micro episodes where it focuses on this turtle, this story. And then when you get to the bigger episode where it's like, okay, we're season one, we're drawing them all together. We're drawing them against the shredder. There's going to be the big battle. Here's where we double the length. So if it's been eight to 15, now we're going 25 to 35 like that kind of thing almost like a micro series yeah so i like that but but i mean my my counter to that would be that that's why i was saying like like each episode could could focus on 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 a turtle themselves so like so so you got leo's episode which is which is dark and it's it's it's, you know a lot of cutting people in half but then you get the levity by having a michelangelo episode where it's more lighthearted and he's skateboarding around and playing video games and stuff like that and then you got your Donatello episode where you see him like tinkering on his like most of it's just him tinkering. Um, yeah, I want to see Raphael beat a man to death with his fists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, he's all like, <sighs> and he's like bloody and like shocked and stuff. Yeah. What I want to say one thing about uh, James Bond. Uh, if if how you know he's the worst uh, at his job uh, because he's a famous spy and it's like even if he's not famous to like everyone in the world, he's definitely known to the people that he's going after every single time. Yeah, doesn't make any damn sense. I hate it. I hate, I hate James Bond. Man. He goes undercover all the time, but I mean, like, it doesn't make sense that he goes undercover. I did want to say I, I find it interesting that a lot of people don't don't even recognize the, the Ninja Turtles as comic book movies. Like the, the the general the general public mostly just think of the Ninja Turtles as a TV show, not a comic book. So the, like it's. Well, that's because like, 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 I've, I've been reading the comic books and I keep seeing people and like like people I work with, even just random people are just like, what are you, what are you reading? And I'm like, the Ninja Turtles. And they're like, they're, they're a book. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they well, started as a book. The, the, bread and, the bread and butter of it was the, the cartoon. Like mm-hmm. 
that was what took it to the next atmosphere. Well, without like, the cartoon, n- none of us would really n- probably know about the turtles or have well, any connection to them. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I'm, I'm new to the comics myself. Uh, like, I've known about the comics for a few years, but, but like I, even like I, thought, I didn't know about them my entire life. You know, it's it's well, always it, just been a television show to me. It's interesting because when you look at the history of the comics, like the comics were successful, but it was also successful to the comic book audience which has only grown over the past number of years because like comics are mainstream now, but it's not to say like they weren't successful, but the creators didn't think they were going to be successful. They were like, we're doing this. We're doing this as a passion project, a love project. We want to do this. But then it blew them away how successful it was. But then the show was what put it on the map beyond the comic audience. So I, I guess it's like that where there's certain characters where you're like, of course, you know, they were comic book character. Uh, Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, Wonder Woman, and all them. But Ninja Turtles, it wasn't necessarily blown up to be that that public knowledge. Before. Even the Power Rangers. I didn't know the Power Rangers were a comic book. Um, well, yeah. I guess the difference with with Power Ranger with Power Rangers is like Ninja Turtles started as a book. Power Rangers is yeah. one of those that got a book created later. Oh, um, they did. Okay. Yeah, I, the, yeah, the, no, no, the no, way no, you were no. talking the other day, I thought I, I thought it sounded like that that they started off as a comic book. Uh, no, no, no. They, they that was my interpretation off. of what you said Wednesday. Oh, they they started off as a as a Japanese show. Um, oh, sorry. One second. Luna, hi. This is incredibly <laughs> unprofessional and inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> I will always be unprofessional when my dog shows up because she is precious and amazing. <laughs> I'm keeping uh, a fart locked in for any time we do a podcast. That is yep. not the same at all. Um, <laughs> 100% it is. 100% it is. 100%. <laughs> um, no, so Power Rangers started off as like a Japanese show. Yeah. Um, the comic books got added later, but Boom Studios Power Rangers comic is to me what a movie should be. Um, I'd love that. But yeah, back to back to Ninja Turtles. Um, it started off as the book, and then the book had it had a couple uh, continuing series, but then it was kind of quiet for a while. And then Boom Studio, uh, sorry, not Boom, IDW, um, and Kevin Eastman coming back to it is, I think, what put it back on the map for longer time Turtles fans. Um, and that it's a great way to get people involved. Um, back I just grabbed. Sorry. I just grabbed the omnibus. The, nice. Uh, first, uh, yeah. What is it like? The first seven issues plus the Raphael solo yeah. thing. Oh, dude, those those micro series they did, where it was like the villains, the heroes, and all that. Loved them. The secret history of the foot. Loved it. Um, yeah, it. Like, I'm so glad that I'm buying them in the volumes because I'm getting all the micro series and well, and they're yeah. they're placed in the right order. So like, I don't have to like, I don't have to go and find the micro series and then read it. It's just everything. It's yeah. It's oh my god, it's yeah. so awesome. I just wish they weren't as expensive as they are. Like each, yeah, they're all sixty five dollars, um, and I can breeze through them so easily. Like I like, <sighs> wish I had a thousand dollars to buy them. And we <laughs> that was a train wreck towards the end. Was just like, uh, good? So, getting phone calls. Um, and it put my Skype on hold whenever I get a phone call. Hey, you're back. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um. So we are gonna we are gonna start winding this down. Um. I will say quickly though, just because I I I like the concept of the show we're talking about, but uh, I will toss in the slight rebuttal for me. But uh, again, it's just for me. I get why it would have. I'm not trying to rain on your parade. You're too attached. Uh, 
Chris. It's totally raining. <laughs> it, 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 you're raining so much that, it, that it, that's a thunderstorm. That, that yeah, I'm drowning in the rain, bro. Uh, yeah. Stop drowning our creativity. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes a wet blanket, Chris. For me, the challenge of for for me again, the challenge of like the the full hour long thing doesn't is this that's an yeah. <laughs> uh, no one's saying it has to be an hour long. That was Tom's idea. I didn't necessarily I'm just sign off on it. To, I'm just responding to the if, idea. It's just like if I'm watching that, it's it's jumping from it's gonna be a tough balancing act hmm. uh to jump from like Leonardo cutting somebody in half yes. to Michelangelo riding around on a skateboard. He, oh, maybe oh, he <laughs> maybe he hits a kid by accident. <laughs> That's what I wanted. <laughs> he, he knocks a five-year-old just it's clean on like, like the sidewalk in the middle of the road. Be an hour long of decapitations. Like that, 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 it, that, it would, there would no. be that element to he it. He would also but, like, be cutting off arms and cutting yeah. people in twain and and stabbing them <laughs> and so <God>. forth. <laughs> but no, yeah, no, Tommy's right. Like it wouldn't. I think there'd be. There's like there's a like okay. For instance, like the Rick and Morty thing. Like I think it was only about seven or eight minutes, but it was ultra violent right. the whole way through. But there are moments like even in within it where it just gets very calm and then it's just like a moment of violence. For like maybe like you know 20 seconds and then it's calm for a few seconds you know it's like that it's very and and i think yeah like like i obviously like there's i mean if you can't do a whole episode like that right um no but i think that's that's just sort of the aspect of what i want like i want something right. that they're not afraid to do like that is just a, a commonplace thing when they come against people almost everyone they fight is probably going to die <laughs> right, right? No, no, and and the thing is, for me, it's I guess the thing I'm hyper focused on is the length. The longer it, the longer it is, the more I'm like, this is odd. But that if it's like a more contained, thirty like thirty minutes, then then I'm more like then I'm much more on board with that that tone, that style, where it's not like it doesn't wear as thin for me. Yeah, like just like in an episode, like they they don't you know it doesn't have to necessarily be that sort of thing yet of like oh, yeah. featuring Leo for eight minutes and he's just slicing through it. Which, but honestly, that would be pretty damn cool. Uh, it, cool. it is, but it is. Yeah, it's like it's like obviously like you know you 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 there's pacing, so you're you, you know um and but that's the interesting thing, right? Because like you said, you you're gonna have this contrast between you know the ultra violence and then you know them hanging out eating pizza saying cowabunga and riding skateboards and stuff but that's the thing right like i think there in and of itself there that is sort of part of the art that's that sort of right. extreme contrast like like the mask where it's almost perverse and you're just sort of watching it and you're you're like for me that's one thing i really dug about it like constantly in my mind trying to reconcile these two things and trying to find a way so that I understand the con, like you know what I mean. It's so hard to explain, but the juxtaposition the going on. Yes, more like it's like you're learning a new language, or you've just been immersed into a new culture and or a new like alien species or something, and you're trying to like use your humanity to to make these yeah. things connect. And 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 eventually they do, right? Like eventually yeah. you just sort of surrender yourself to the macabre and 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 the uh, the insanity, and and you you're just along for the ride with the art, and it's making you feel things. It's making you try and understand it, like from from like your own humanity in a way, where it's like it's like it's insane because like you know you have that in war. You'd have men killing each other like hand to hand combat, and then joking around, you know, petting a kitten and yeah. stuff, and right after, right. Playing soccer yeah. with kids and stuff like that, and I think the I think the the, the comics do do a pretty good job of, of dealing with that contrast in 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 like in the the the, the one the, the micro series, uh, but like each each individual turtles series like uh, mm -hmm. uh, issues as well. Mm -hmm. like there's the Leo issue where where it focuses on him. There's a Mikey issue. There's a Donnie issue. 
Yeah. Um, so like they, they, they it, the rubric is there, like because they, they're all very different people. So you have to you have to kind of embrace the, the that that contrast. Um, so, yeah. I don't, I, <laughs> so what's what's ah? Uh, oh, um, he keeps getting calls, man. It's these so spam say, callers. <laughs> oh, I I don't know what he said, but I'm pretty sure it was a swear. <laughs> I said so, so, I didn't say anything about that. So so I'll say with that, what's what's interesting about that, because they have the individual issues, is we can buy that now as as a, a collected volume. But when they originally came out, it was a separate issue where each yeah. had their own tone. And then because it introduced to the tone of each character what they brought. And then when they got together, it kind of made sense because you were introduced to lighthearted Mikey, more serious, more serious Leonardo, like tech-focused Donatello, and then just raw, angry Raphael. Uh, the tone worked for each of those books, and it wasn't just like, let's just throw them all in a pot and we don't know what the tone is. Yeah. So that's where I'd be like, if we're going to do this as a series, maybe you could do those individual episodes first. And then yeah. you build them up to that bringing together, because then you're like, I know how this is. I know what the tone is for each of these guys. Now let's meld them together. Instead yeah. of right off the bat, having it be like, chop, 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 and a chopper in half. And yeah. it's like, oh. pizza, dude. <laughs> it's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't have those, obviously. Like, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe maybe they, they do that thing. You know what they do to What's-His-Name where they all shell him at the same time? They yeah. do that, but the guy's just clearly had every bone in his body broken. And he's just like well, yeah, internal bleeding type stuff, of stuff. Like, right? yeah. And they make a joke and then they just keep on killing, right? Yeah. <laughs> even, even harking back to the movies, though, like the difference of Tatu just kind of groans and then does that comedic stumble over after the turtles shell him, but then in the first movie, Casey Jones hits him in the chest in the ribcage with a golf club, and then there's just like this he was flying through the <laughs> Like you see that he's in pain, you hear it, you oh, understand where this fighter is like he's hurt, and then he's getting hit in the head with something. Yeah. Like if you establish that the violence or the hits do stuff. And then you're like, okay, no, I'm in. This makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like, I mean, there's there's two moments, one in the first and one in the second, where someone gets hit and then they just go, like, um, no, like in the second, no, yeah, in the second one, Shredder, the speaker blows and it sends them flying like 50 feet. I'm like, that would never, it, the yeah. only thing that would happen is everybody on that stage would be deaf. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it. That's the difference between the, oh man, again, it's just like, I enjoy the, I enjoy the second one, but it is, to me, it's the live-action 80s cartoon. The yeah. first movie, like, that's what I think of when I think of Ninja Turtles. That's yeah. what I want out of Ninja Turtles. So as much as I'm on board with this, the, the darker idea we're Having proposing, a people? Yes. <laughs> I, I can't believe as, as a kid on, that I enjoyed this one. I, I just got to throw that out there. I cannot believe as a kid that I enjoyed the third one so much that I thought I still liked it as an adult. It is so bad. Well, that's the thing, though, because the third one is, is more of the stuff from the second one. And as the kids, we enjoyed the cartoon. We enjoyed that stuff because it was slapstick. It was made specifically for us. Mm. But then there's yeah. certain things that as a kid, there, like there's stuff that's made for kids, but that has adults in mind. Superman, the animated series, Batman, Spider-Man, and on and on and on ago. Um, but the Ninja Turtles, I'd say cartoon, 
And the second two movies, although the third movie more so than the second one, was made 100% for kids. Mm. Uh, and you have that nostalgia attachment, but you're not going to be like, this movie's amazing, because you're like, oh my gosh, this is very flawed. <laughs> so many ways. Bad casting, bad writing, bad everything. Bad everything. Well, yeah, because at some point it's just kind of like, well, this is this is for the kids because they're bread and butter. <laughs> Whereas the first one is like, we're going to make this. Uh, nobody's fighting, but we want to make this because we love this. So, That's yeah. Fair. All right. I think, uh, I think, gentlemen, it's about time we wrap this up. So uh, any any final thoughts on these first two movies? Oh, not on the movie. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. My, I'm, I'm excited to play Ghost of Tsushima right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm so desperately tired, but I'm 100% gonna play until I pass out. So I'm nodding out yeah. in my chair. Probably gonna happen around. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I can't wait to just just whip my katana out and just start start slicing people. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so beautiful too. Like I, it's I, a beautiful I love game. I, I love, like, I was really kind of hoping for, for combat where I got to use the right thumbstick to control, like, my sword, uh, mm. sort of like the way For Honor does it, yeah. but I, I don't I don't mind it. I don't mind the combat system that they have, the dodging, blocking. It all feels, like, fluid and uh, and deadly. I've died so many times last night. <laughs> yeah, there's one thing I'm, I'm not, like, I, yeah. I, okay, this isn't a, a ghost. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm trying to wrap it up. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. <laughs> all right, so, uh, I'll... I, I don't think I need to say any more about the movies because I all I'll say is like, dear listener, check them out again. They're both they're both awesome for different reasons. Um, but legit, I'd say the first one is for me a top ten comic book movie, well worth a watch. Um, as if whether you're a hardcore Turtles fan or not, it's just going to be worth a sit down and viewing. Um, oh, yeah. So, dear listener, listeners, read the. <laughs> oh yeah, I was also going to say, listener, check out the comics. You can find the original ones and several omnibuses. You can find uh, IDW's excellent comics either in individual issues, trade paperbacks, omnibuses. They're well worth a read. Uh, other Turtles stuff to check out, like we've said, is the 2007 TMNT. The Turtles Forever cartoon nice. is uh, is well worth, cartoon movie is well worth a watch. Batman versus Ninja Turtles is outstanding. There, it's a good time to be a Turtles fan. It's a good time to be yep. a comic book fan as well. Um, yep. But check out the DVD. They're also on Netflix. Throw them on and just enjoy because the, uh, especially the first one. These are outstanding films um, for very different reasons. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Uh, we thank Mike for joining, and he peaced out. So Mike, uh, sorry, Mike, you left. Christian and Tom, thank you so much for for joining and staying on. Uh, I look forward to doing another episode with you guys. Darko, we missed you. Uh, but I think it's safe to say we're never going to do a room watch along. So. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, uh, I'm, I'm the type of person, like, I, I, I get the concept of, like, oh, this is a bad movie. You're going to laugh at it, and it's enjoyable because it's bad. But I, I can't, like, I, I, I'm a pretty awkward, socially awkward person, and watching it just <laughs> makes me feel like I'm standing naked in front of a crowd of people for uh, however long the movie runs. Uh, yeah. I get you. Time well, stops when I'm watching. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. I, I watch-alongs are are an interesting thing. I've done them and I'll keep doing them. But it's also kind of like it's it's odd to do. It's almost like I've got to watch it before I yes. do the watch-along, just because yeah. if I've got any notes or whatever. Um, but then just watching it, uh, I'm prepared. I'm like, nope, I'm not interested. 
Well, I said I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You know, when we did the Mewtwo Strikes Back um, watch along. <laughs> Like all I Which the whole time I'm like and probably won't come out because <laughs> like half the time like Chris shut up what are they saying what, what was like, what? I just wanted to watch the movie. <laughs> well, that's the thing because you, you hadn't watched it in so long. No, I hadn't watched Whereas, it so long. <laughs> that's when I'll like that's when I'll bust out like Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles I could do a watch along without notes because I I watch it like I said a couple uh, like once or twice a year. Yeah. So it's like it's still fresh. I've got a lot to say about it. Whereas if it was like we're going to do a watch along of Ninja Turtles three, if I want to go beyond just bagging on it, yeah. then I'm going to have to watch it once to take notes. Yeah. But even then, I'm going to pro- by the end of that movie, I'm not going to want to release it as a watch along. If we did a watch along of the third one, it would only be us bagging on it. <laughs> <laughs> I did the the quick thoughts video a while ago about the uh, the '98 Godzilla. And I was like, I'm not going to do this as a watch along. I'm just going to do this as an exercise just to see, like, okay, can I appreciate this now? And then I'm like, if I wasn't doing this for a video that nobody asked me to do, uh, I would not, like, I would have popped out. <laughs> and it's better taking the notes than actually just like doing that. So, anyways, dear listener, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining. And, um, Again, Partners in Crime, thank you so much for sharing your song. I'm, I love this song. I love that I got to use it. It, it just felt right in an uh, episode talking about how great this movie is to, to end it with a great song at the end of the credits. <laughs> so all that being said, hope you all have a wonderful day. Take care, and God bless, my friends. Peace. I made a funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Trouble. Don't give in and go sour Try to rely on your turtle power